You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast here with Andrew. Yeah, from um, I also go by uh, Laugh Track. I am on the uh, We Are Assholes podcast, and you know, it's just a show where you know we're we're assholes. I mean, it's pretty PJ, PJ the you know the guy main host of the show wasn't um what didn't want to be vague with the show. I guess I don't know. <laughs> he just wanted to call it We Are Assholes. Plugged right off the back. Didn't even take me out to dinner before you toss that one in there. Good God. Yeah, you know, I'm just kind of front loading. <laughs> you don't, you don't seem like assholes though. You guys seem like, why would you call yourself that? I mean, unless it's like the ironic thing is, is that you guys aren't. Uh, well, I guess it's ironic, you know, uh, for for my sense because I'm not really an asshole in the show. But I guess Dave and PJ can be a little bit, I guess, assholey. I don't know. I mean, have you listened to the show? Or? I have, and it really, it's just a lot of like really good jokes. I would say it's like kind of banter between friends, which I enjoy. I feel like that's the point of a podcast is like trying to sit in on a conversation. Have you, I mean, have you seen some, have you heard some of the spreadsheets that we have though? I mean, I see that, but I look at it as comedic effect where <laughs> yeah, maybe I mean, somebody that's so sensitive might be like, oh, cancel, cancel. That's why I was like, bro, I, you got to use your name on here. Cause I'm like, I, I want to know who you are. Not like who Jim Bob 32 is. It's like, if I want that, I'll play Xbox. Cause that is an ear beating and a half. Half <laughs> the people on there. It's like, do you have parents? Do you know what love is? Cause that really hurts what you're saying to somebody. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just kind of go around in coffee shops and put my name down as XX Savage Love XX. That's when I put on all my Starbucks orders. You had 117 in your Gmail, so I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> that dude's a Halo fan or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was I was I guess I was kind of I was kind of into Halo. Um, and by kind of into Halo, I mean, I've never played it at all. You know, I just, <laughs> I just kind of fantasized on the fact that if there are aliens out there, that's what I'm interested in. Like, come on. The alien combat? Just aliens in general. I like to see that. Like, hey, if we're going to fight against an alien race or if we're going to work with them. I, I would, that's I would safe, want, right? I am, I would want to create a hybrid of human aliens that would just dominate all of the universe. That'd be the best. Okay, now explain the alien race though, because if you're gonna if you're gonna play what they would call the creator here, what are you are are your aliens tall? Are they are they the ones from Signs where they come to a planet that's seventy five percent fucking water, but their weakness is water? Where you're like, did you think that one through? (laughs) I I think I know probably the the alien race I'd go for uh, probably tall, blonde hair, uh, blue eyes, white. Um, they were just no, no, no. That's not that. No, no. What are you, Adolf? <laughs> no, no, no. I, you know, well, you know. <laughs> you said ideal alien race, you know. I mean, I guess Hitler's. Uh, I guess he. I guess his ideal was kind of alien. Let me dig you out of this hole real quick. You are not <laughs> supporter of Hitler. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not really big on his ideas. They weren't I'm, the best. I mean, you got to think. You're going to create super soldiers like Halo did, where they created a basically master race of people just with genetics wise when it comes to the factor of not breeding out like disease and stuff, but like making them super strong. 
we tried that in our history at one point. I mean, the government did Project Hero, which was our Project Jedi, which was the movie Men Who Stared Goats. We tried to create psychological warriors thinking that was a capability thing. So I'm like, there's a way we can do it. I don't know if it's going to be like Wolverine style or we're going to fuse somebody with adamantium, but hey, I would like to be able to punch through walls or be able to jump really high or run really fast like Usain Bolt. Well, a lot of the super soldiers, like in, like especially in like in Halo, um, they, they they go through uh, really traumatic experiences. I mean, so, I mean, if you're for you know just like, kidnapping all the kids like in a, like the Chicago district, I'm for that. We kidnap them, we bring them in an area, we abuse them, and then we you know they eventually through years of trauma, <laughs> through years of trauma, they become super soldiers. They're like, listen, we're strong, we're the best soldiers. Not too happy of what happened when I was five, but you know what? This is our mission. <laughs> I was just like maybe doing like kind of what they did with Captain America. Like you want to go and like asking them, not more like kidnapping them. Like China that's what they did in Halo. Halo created a Halo created a master race of people, and that's Matt. I mean, that's how you get it. All you Spartans, said you never played Halo. Don't give me this. That's what happened in Halo. The Spartans, all, a lot of the Spartans are like kidnapped. Well, the, the real Spartans, not the ones that were like, they just kind of get to be like the Spartan threes or fours or whatever. But like, like the, the third, third generation, fourth generation. Yeah. No, I'm talking like the OG, like you got kidnapped, you got your bones broken. And then by the time you were seven, you've already killed about three prostitutes. That's oh, that's how cults start, brother. Let me tell you something. It's all about reading the fine details. Just like when you're reading a contract on anything, you need to read the details. Just don't hit accept. Okay. You don't, you don't need to read a contract for anything. I'd say if you read the if you read the terms and agreements page, you're gonna you're gonna have a boring time. That's where all the important shit is. It was like no, when people not. started putting their music and all these podcasts on Amazon. I was like, can anybody please read the terms and services? That's why I'm not on Amazon Music. Because at any time you say something they don't like, they can take you off. And I'm like, that's that's what I'm saying is they're taking out the free will factor of whatever you're able to say. If you're going to have the balls to say something under your name, then by God, it should be up there. You can't talk about things that are political. Twitter did this to me recently. So to get guests for the show, I usually hit hashtag recent on any hashtag I find my brain just gets sucked into. So I hit it and it goes, we've disabled all recent posts because of the, the election. I'm like, I want to know about conspiracies. I want to know, are aliens <laughs> real? So now if I look up the hashtag Area 51, it's not showing me anything that's new. It's showing me some dude who's drawing art out of his basement in Colorado or something. I'm like, fuck that. I want to know if there's water on Mars. I want to know if there's an obelisk on Mars. I want to know all this because at one point, I would like to enter into a program where I can become a super soldier and maybe fight an alien race or be friends with them. I don't know what I would do, depending on how big they are. If they're short, I'm going to be like, I can kick you. You kick the shit. Yeah, you abuse them. That's why I was asking about the the, the, the race that you would create, the, uh, the alien oh. race. Are they going to be tall? Or are they going to be short? Because you can't have something that's super small or nobody's going to take you guys seriously. They could be powerful. But like, if you look at Destroy All Humans, dude, that dude's small as hell with a big head. I'm like, I could beat you just to a pulp like well well the thing with like with it when it's alien race you know like i would i would like to have something that's deceiving i would i would like to have like a body type that's i guess uh maybe like somewhat slim so like not very bulky but like at like a maybe uh like maybe six two height like average like the average height of the alien race is six two 
you know, just so it's like it's tall enough to where it can be threatening to people, but also like they're slim enough to where it looks like you can take them. But then like this alien race is really in tap with like their mind. Right. And they, they're really good with like moving shit around and like maybe pyrokinetic stuff like that. Oh, you so, don't want the physical aspect of things. Yeah. You be able to have the mental capacity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So because like, you know, because humans like uh, would because because like or if you would go to like any other like place or that's maybe primitive like you know a lot of humans if we saw that they'd probably be like well we can take them on we look i got an ak-47 and a 5-7 that will say fuck you to that slim son of a bitch you know that's was that guy texan like was he from texas he was my family uh i mean that's pretty much a lot of my family's like that it's not texan but uh my family we just pour old bay out on everything so (laughs) but yeah um but but yeah if i was making an alien race i would i'd I'd like to have them like a just like physically deceiving but you know powerful in the mind because i think i think that's where the i think that's where true power would probably come from it's like like when you create a little creature and then you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta choose where you want to put the stats at it's like you want it to be quick evolving quick adapting you want it to be just overall like as soon as the race starts off, it has great, like just everything is amazing. It's number one right off the back. But then that's like, well, that gives growth to any other species that's out there to pass us because they have an, there's an evolution process here. So it's like, if I give, okay, you're going to create this little thing. Let's say we're going to go into spore mode right now. So right now we're looking down at this blank planet, okay, of earth before humans have wrecked the shit out of it. And so we're like a bacterial uh, size thing. I played a little bit of spore when I was younger. We're looking at this little thing. And we're like, okay, we can give it everything now. So it's already an adult form. It's already got legs. It's already got everything. It doesn't need to evolve. And it's already at the top of its game. There's a benefit to doing that. Mostly on the aspect of you can crush every single species while it's trying to evolve and progress into the future. But I guarantee you're going to miss one. It's like trying to kill every ant in your home. It's fucking impossible. Um, then you could do one where it's like, it's going to be quick evolving. That's what I want with my aliens. I want them to be able to adapt. Like I, I would like super strong, like super mutants, like fallout where it's like, Oh, I would not screw with them. But then you risk the factor of them being dumb. You need a Dr. Manhattan. That's what you need. You need aliens <laughs> yeah, Dr. like Doctor Manhattan. But if if everyone's like Doctor Manhattan can just do what they want, that fucks up everything. That's that's a lot of power for too many people. Because then you limit it to only you have four of those. So your yeah. alien species only is four people, and it's like John Carter with those little guys, where it's like, wait, they can morph into us. Yeah, because because it's like um, I mean, most people, most people, I'd say, like generally just don't think a lot about their actions like why they do things and like what goes into what they just do and then they think afterwards and if you have the <laughs> your entire race of people just dr manhattaning the shit out of everything something's gonna go wrong there's just gonna be a bunch of people scarred from seeing a giant naked blue thing just walking yeah. by it's like i mom i just saw my first dick it's like i work at a gym let me tell you how much old man dick <laughs> let me tell you what old man dick yeah oh my god you went well, I mean, if everyone was Dr. Manhattan, you wouldn't need a gym. <laughs> like the gyms are gone. Right. That's the one thing that pissed me off about that movie is I've worked out every day and I'm like, I wish that that dude can eat like a quesarito or something. And he's like, I don't gain a pound. I could just it didn't even happen. That quesarito didn't even happen. Exactly. I mean, that's that's why, you know. But the thing is you you're perfect alien race. You don't want it to be Dr. Manhattan because that's the entire race, you know. Plus, Maybe. you want to be, make sure you can still kill your alien race if they 
betray you. Like exactly. You, so they know where they stand. I think the whole aspect of what's powerful about God is like you can't contest him in like a snap of his fingers. Next thing you know, you're blown into like a million pieces. See, I think it. Oh, it. So in the perfect alien race, like we'd have like a like we'd have, we'd have a supreme being, but. You could challenge his rule. <laughs> and he, no, no, is no, this no, Mortal Combat? Oh yeah, you could challenge his rule and then fight the power, literally fight the power to become the god. You know, like <laughs> I was watching, I was watching this uh, this anime called Sorted Online, and um, in the, the the main plot is like they're stuck in a video game and uh, they, they need to beat it to to finally live and get out. And if you die in the if you die in the game, you die in the real world. Well the they got to this one level and they beat the boss and the guy that created the game he actually was one of the players all along and they hit him and he, it said like a mortal object and he turned his immortal mode off and so that's what i'm saying like the god you know because like the god's immortal but when someone wants to challenge his rule he can step down make himself like you know vulnerable to damage and you can fucking fight him and then when if you win he to be god be I, awesome. all right i can't do that one because i don't want to die um, by something that's a person's playing a game that I created for sure. Like if we're going to get put into a simulation, I would be the one that they would least expect. Like, oh, that was, you're talking about the churro guy who was selling churros at level one. It's like, that's, that's the creator of the game. And I'm just like, I'm just living the life in the simulation, watching all you guys have fun in it. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want everyone to know I'm God. Cause you know how much unrealistic expectations that comes up to you. That's like being the Pope. Do you think at any moment the Pope can just openly fart without somebody knowing about it or addressing it? No, he has got people watching him when he steps out on the porch to relieve his gas. There's a million people down there cheering, waiting for a speech. He's like, I'm just trying to fart. That is it. I'm not doing anything special. I don't have a word to read to you people, but that's the thing. I don't, I can't handle that appraise. I would never want to be in the limelight because every action you do, you can't just fuck off for a See, half hour. I would love to be in the limelight. I would revel in it. That's, that's the thing is like, if I was, if I was like the God of, you know, whatever. Uh, I was Dr. Know, Manhattan. I, I'd be happy, but not like the Pope. I wouldn't be happy. That's a terrible job. Well, yeah, the Pope, but the Pope's not God. Pope's Pope can't do that shit. So people like, look whatever. at him like God. It's that fame aspect that's what scares me. Is if you get to that level, of, like Kevin Hart level of fame. I don't know if you saw his Joe Rogan with Kanye also on there too. There's the Kanye one. Sure, I've never heard anybody one. mention God more than those people, and it was like to me, it was like going through tar. I was like. Uh, there's just too much references to the almighty. It makes me think like, don't you want any credit for yourself a little bit? Like, well, yeah, I mean myself, I'm not religious. And so it's like with, with stuff like that, I don't, um, yeah, it, it's a little cringy for me to hear, but um, I like the... to entertain it. Cause I know it's needed. Like I see some parts where I'm like, that makes sense. Why you, you, you know, you lost hmm. your wife. So you turn to a higher power. That's okay. Hmm. But I don't know. My brain just could never wrap around it. I like to think like if God was really watching every single action we did, I feel like he'd be more like Dr. Manhattan where he just goes to Mars and starts building a bunch of cool ass shit. That's what I do. I would. Have you ever seen the show Supernatural? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I think I got I think I got to like season seven. And I can't remember why I stopped season 15 god's in there and he comes back and he's like, it's the apocalypse. The whole world's getting destroyed. So spoiler mm-hmm. alert. But he has like all these different universes and they're like, wait a minute, there's more than one Sam and Dean. There's more than one of us. Like there's more than one Andrew. There's more than one Robbie. 
And he's like, yeah, <laughs> but you're my favorite out of all the other ones I've created because you guys, like everything I throw at you, you guys do it in a better way. Then there's like the one dude, like it would be me with like, really long like Jason Momoa hair or something and wearing like having like three eyes or something there was always something slightly off that's different from me and that would be like just for you it's like multiple universe universe theory and I'm like it makes sense that if you have the power to create something like that you would just start it's like when I play Spore I make one account I play the shit out of it then I start making a bunch of different ones I want to do it this way or this way it's like whenever you play a campaign of a game and you create a character like on Fallout your first character is your serious one the one where you make all the good decisions. I'm going to put myself <laughs> into this character. Then you make the second one that's every single decision you don't want to make that you didn't make in the first one. I'm going to kill everybody. Just bam, bam, like yeah, right off the bat. Be a badass motherfucker and just kill yeah. everyone. Well, I mean, so stuff like, like if I, I don't know, like I guess, you know, like the Christian God, he's too good to do stuff like that. Like he's too good to pick favorites or whatever. But, and I don't know, in my eyes, I see God is just a vengeful pervert because <laughs> it's just like, he's just like, in, in my, this I is just God. like to watch. I get it. I understand. <laughs> this is God. He's, he's like looking down at all the wars and, and rapes. He's like, this is what I like. This is what I wanted to see from the beginning. I wanted to see people forcing themselves onto others and then just violent death and murder. <laughs> I feel like if you can snap and make everything okay, then you just got to like when you get to the pearly gates or something and you just go up and go, why was my life so much hell? You could easily fix it in a snap and just be like, it's like reality television, dude. It's entertaining shit to watch. You're like you, my, t my life is a TV show to you. He's like, yeah, but you're here now. Like, you got to understand, you have the I have the power of the universe, okay? All this shit means nothing to me. I don't care if you fart. I don't care if you do anything. I don't care about any of this stuff. You know, it's it, it, your your own life. Like, it's we as people, we don't even care about our person beside us most of the time. So it's like, why the fuck is a guy who could easily snap his fingers and explode a whole universe care? And that makes me go into the alien race thing. If we are, I've heard people toss out that we are aliens, honestly our idea of aliens is like little small people like from the movie paul or something guess what i'm afraid of the aliens that are like in the movie alien where that giant ass thing comes from imagine a planet of those things coming here that's where i get scared i'm not looking to will smith to save my life i'm not at all i don't think he's going to be able to take down those things at all unless they all stay in one spaceship and we blow it up somehow yeah, he's got to get one of the, he's got to get like a paper clip and like a photon laser. And then he's just like, yeah, I can fire it like the, like the cricket gun and it just blows it up. What accent was that? It's my, uh, I guess it's my dummy voice. Got to fire it like the cricket gun. I'm I'll very fire curious. Fire it like the cricket gun and uh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, oh, they, they die. I it's, mean, it's funny because we're talking about making, when we're talking about making an alien species, we're, the way we're going into it is like how we want them to survive, how we want this species to overcome. How I mean, many times until we hit a second save where it's like, let's just make one that is the scariest fucking thing ever, where it's like, I, we don't talk about that planet. We don't talk about that alien species that we created. That's a bad, that's the, it's going to end up killing everybody. Oh, I mean, probably, and if we're going to be honest, like, I think the scariest alien race would just be like, uh, they, their favorite thing would probably be rape. You know, like that's that's the worst thing. You want straight? You think they care that much about us to want to do that to us? 
I mean, I get the whole probing in the ass, but that's where like a lot of valuable information comes down. No, but like, like if we're talking about the most sinister, like alien right like this like my my the most uh, sinister one i can think of is just like a like a just a massive sadist sadist like race they just derive pleasure out of the pain and suffering of others you know so they're all their body is is just a you know different uh like blades and knives and you know uh penile objects to to force themselves onto people and my brain literally was just thinking they're the best thing for like torturing maybe would be like their thing not trying to rape anybody i think it would be more on the lines of like i'm gonna slice your grandma's head off while you watch or- no no because they want to really you know diminish your pride then that, that's what they want they want to take away all of your humanity before they kill you my that's- pride's already hurt on the fact i'm not dr manhattan they don't need to attack me any more than that Nah, yeah, they think they can think of a few ways to, to change that in you, or put you in a simulator that like makes you relive like your death over and over and over again. See, but that's not so bad because then you get used to it, and it's like okay, whatever. But like if if you're forced to stay alive while like they're f- fucking your grand your da- grandma's dead corpse in front of you, you know, and then they look at you and then like they go, "You're next," and then their their tongue just latches onto your tit. I don't think you're thinking worst. of aliens anymore. I think you're thinking of demons. This is demon talk. Yeah, but I mean, aliens, demons, I mean, technically they're kind of the same. Not even close. One yes. is a religious thing and one's supposed to be based on science. Aliens aren't necessarily just based on science. I mean, have you seen like like Star Wars and shit like that? They, they have like a huge range of aliens. And I bet you a lot of those aliens in Star Wars were very, very rapey. Because like if well, have you seen <laughs> just that that look, you just look at him from a distance. Well, you, like I could tell that guy is thinking about it. When when you look at Greedo with, I mean, you see his mouth. It's like yeah, there's gonna be a dick going in that mouth. I mean, it's it's literally a tube for the. It's like a sock for the dick is what Greedo's mouth looks like. It's it. You're changing his, Star Wars for me. I look at him and I see his beautiful eyes that are like galaxies. Yeah, and then. Han Solo fires right into them, and then they're gone and dead. Yeah, they really <laughs> become galaxies with no stars. Yeah, they really just become what once was a nebula, now a corpse at a diner table. If you had to pick a species from Star Wars, that would be your alien race. The closest version. Mine would be Wampas. You'd want to be a Wampa? I would want to have the alien race of Wampas, like those giant monstrous like Yeti-type things, like abominable snowmans. Are you kidding me? You have an army of those things. You just have them get you shit. I mean, this is probably like too easy, but I would want to be uh, like whatever Yoda's uh, race was. They're like so too much power. Exactly, but that's what it's awesome. It's just you have so much power. You're just so in touch with the Force. You just do whatever you want. I mean, think of you saw how powerful Yoda was at a as a Jedi. The Sith obviously have the cooler powers. Think of like a Sith like Darth Yoda. That would be terrifying. You're fucking evil. Exactly. And like, also, <laughs> I like it though, because it's like, that's uh, like, if I didn't have oh. these instinctive morals of like, when I play a video game, I'm like, I got to be the good hero. I got to help everybody. But then I look at the easiest option is like, do I really have to go get this purse for this person to give me the code? It's like, why don't I just shoot them and then take the code? It makes more sense. That's why you, it's like, you know, while they're talking, it's like boring, not going to do it. Cause stab move on, you know, like just what blade are you wielding? That says cuss stab when you fucking hit them. <laughs> I don't know. Just one of the, I got alien- the bill Cosby of blades. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Oh shit. 
<laughs> he just stab him right in the stomach. Goes pudding. Just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sounds like the beginning of Seinfeld when they drop the bass down the stairs. It's like bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think if you, I think whatever makes that sounds like a real like blunt force object, you know, it's just then, like a big t- sl- then they show you a video of it and it's a dude making the noises with his mouth. It's like when I was here. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, you know what? Now thinking about it. So, yeah, the the most dangerous alien race is they look like Yoda's race. Right. But then they still have like their bodies still kind of covered in like the blades and all that. And they're still very rapey. That's that's where. Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna stop talking about the rape factor because that's not the issue I'm having a problem with. I'm having an issue with the blades factor. Where are you getting the? Is it like Hellraiser with the head where it's all needles and shit? No, 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 no. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, it'd be very terrifying to me. Like, because one of my biggest fears is being stabbed. You know. Like I hate. Why is it? How big of an issue is that where you live? Where it's not. It's not like an issue. It's just the idea of getting stabbed to death is one of the worst things to me. Apparently, you know? it's pretty pleasant. Like I, <laughs> I just, I would just rather be shot with with a gun because the stabbing is like it can like go in and it twists and turns. And if you don't stab them in like an insta kill spot, it's just gonna hurt forever. And like just having to forcefully fuck an alien while it's stabbing you. Not in just that way, but also stabbing you with knives. That would be painful. Why does your mind go to fucking and stabbing so quickly? I don't know. I guess it's just... uh I'm curious what your dreams are like. <laughs> My dreams are fucking awesome. I wish... I The ones I do have are very, very intense. I um, I lucid dream probably like 60% of the time. You lucky bastard. It's so yeah. hard to do like to realize you're in a dream. Half the time I just wake up and I'm like, what... What, I slept. I slept. Where Where was the dream? That was the only gift. One time I slept for 10 minutes and that dream lasted like 80 years. I felt like I was in a salvia trip. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? All I did was cast spells in a Harry Potter type dream where everyone's fighting the main boss fight and I'm just casting spells on a tree. And that's when I was like, you know, when people think you might be mentally challenged, but nobody's telling you, that's me in my dream. Nobody was telling me like, where the fuck's Robbie at? And I'm just over like, Expelliarmus on a tree. It's like the main boss fight is here. Everybody's dying. And I'm just like, I'm too having too much fun to go help you. <laughs> we'll see. Like, that's my, like, um, my, my supreme alien race. Like I wouldn't want like a technologically advanced, like alien race. Like I'm, I'd be more interested in like an alien race that like their home world is like fantasy-esque you know where it's like they just have like huge fucking castles they don't really have space travel you know but it is just kind of like you know a bunch of like mmorpgs and where it's like they just have like magic and stuff like i think magic is really really cool like and so um witchcraft type style stuff Oh, you know, like witchcraft or wizardry, or you know, I'm, like, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, like element, like or like elementalist styles of. Magic. I wanted to be an airbender for the longest time. Yeah, but, yeah. Like <laughs> I would remember times in my pool, I would sit there and try and move my hands in the water, think I could water bend. Oh, what I used to, so, <laughs> I used to do this thing, and like um, it for some reason it would always be like on the very last day of the beach. I guess like I was trying to savor the moment. I, what I would do is I would stomp my feet into the dirt. Of, of the well, while I was in the ocean and I like I would you know like yes push it, and then yes. the waves would come back and I would feel like yes 
I am Neptune. That's like, what that's what I'm saying. But mine was I was Poseidon. That's what I would do. I would like act like I could move the waves and stuff. So I would go with the current of the thing. Oh yeah. And then I, I also thought I was an airbender as well because I was like stomping the earth, you know, making the water come towards me. And then the water bending part of me was like, you know, hitting surfers and stuff. I um, um had that sounds a lot more fun than what I did. I would just stand on the rocks near the ocean, and when the waves would crash and hit the rocks and fly up in the air, I'd act like I'm putting up an invisible shield where the water would just go past me and not hit me. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, I guess my thing is like I just wanted to be in the ocean, like I am the ocean. I'm gonna savor this last day, like it was some big event. And I don't know what. Like my parents would be like, "We gotta go," and I'm like, "Hold on, I need one more way." <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, "Come in there. and have some lunch or dinner." It's like I can't. I'm being fucking Poseidon right now, and then I you can't. do go in. The sea bends to my will. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it scares me on when I'm having kids. It's gonna be like I know my kids gonna be just like that, but uh, bringing a peanut butter sandwich to the beach was always the worst event because you were so excited for it after spending all those hours casting surfers onto the yeah. shore <laughs> and next thing you know you go and bite into this wonderful sandwich that was in a plastic bag and there's sand in it and you're like how the fuck did i it didn't even touch the sand i just opened it out of the thing so yeah I n- i've never had that problem because i was so careful with like sandwiches and stuff like, or, or like, like with food because i was a fat fuck when i was younger I'm still you're telling fat. me you never accidentally pierced the juice box and went through the other side of the juice box i've done that <laughs> i've done that I've done a lot that too many times i've done that you know and, but that's just because of the raw power that i hold within me but you know when it came to sandwiches i was so graceful that i was able to avoid sand you know no, I've never been that graceful with a sandwich. I used to actually make my peanut butter sandwich with a steak knife because I just couldn't find a butter knife in our house. Yo, that tears the shit up out of the bread, and yeah. it would just be a giant glob of peanut butter in the middle, and then I would bite into it, and it would, like, pop out of the top from the hole from the steak knife of the top <laughs> of the bread and just hit me in the nose. And then the first couple bites was just bread, just bread, and then the middle was a giant glob of peanut butter where you feel like you're going to die from it. <laughs> you didn't think that maybe i'll just use my finger to spread it around you went for the steak Dude, knife. that's disgusting as shit i judge people that use like that like to get messy like that like i don't like things but i mean on my hands unless it's like i'm doing yard work i could do yard work but if i'm doing like if i'm in the kitchen when like i touch like like leftover food on a plate when i'm washing something i'm like <gasps> like i just like get fearful but your body needs to fight germs if your body doesn't fight germs then if your body doesn't get the practice, then it's not going to know how to fight it. Who the fuck are you, Fauci, telling me I got to put <laughs> hand sanitizer on everything? No, I'm saying hand sanitizer. That's bad when you put hand sanitizer on so everything. don't wash your hands after you shit. I'm down with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, That's 10 seconds get- of my life I'm not getting back. And if you're a real pro, you sing the damn alphabet song. I'm not doing the alphabet song while I'm washing my hands, but dip it under the water and walk out. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, your body needs practice to fight fighting germs. And when you just sanitize everything, you're then you're in your body is just like, oh, I don't really touch that many germs. Then that means like you touch a doorknob at like some random like restroom and it's just like, oh, well, he got sick and died from flu. Bad, bad, I guess bad for him. It's you know, like the you're... people that are germaphobes that put Germex or uh, wipe down everything. It's actually killing some of the helpful bacteria that's in oh, your yeah. body. Oh yeah, because you do you do have a lot of helpful bacteria, and that's why I don't. That's why I ad, that's why I advocate for really not using Germex at all. I just try to wash my hands. And plus, like washing your hands makes more like so. Nothing's better than when you get a nice crisp like push of that Germex into your hand, and then you go and sniff it, and it makes your fucking eyes water because you realize it's just pure alcohol. 
Yeah, no, I'm not a meth addict. I don't really do that. Uh, I'm not a meth addict <laughs> either, but it's damn enjoyable. I, I, I never, because well, my thing is like when I fig, when I when I figured out when I learned how soap works, or, or when I learned how soap worked, then I was totally like, I'm not using hand sanitizer. I was like, hand sanitizer <laughs> like attack and kills it. But like, so no, 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 like. This is going to sound a little nerdy, but like, no, so did soap... an achievement pop up at the bottom saying achievement unlocked? Learn how soap works. Yeah, learn how soap works. Well, because soap has like a phospholipid bilayer. And pretty much what that means is never in the 600 episodes I've done of this podcast has anybody tossed out bio- phospholipid bilayer. I haven't heard that since middle school. Yeah. And that shit, you know, it's like um, part of the. Part, part of it um you know sticks to all the like one one side of it pretty much is like kind of sticky it attaches itself to all like the bacteria on your hand the other part of it is is like hydrophobic and so that's why soap washes off really easy because like you know soap is it's it doesn't like water it's, that's why it washes off so well so it sticks to all the bacteria and then when the when the water comes over when the water comes in contact with it the soap falls away but it's also taking all that bacteria with it so you know, that's why I, I learned like. that with oil in school. We put oil on our hands like grease and then we suck mm-hmm. our hands in water and you just watch the oil like peel right off your skin, right off and float to the surface. It looks like a rainbow. Oh yeah, that's that's the yeah, it's really it's really cool. And like my I think my teacher had like five different like uh she's like these uh liquids have like five different kinds of densities or whatever, and like the liquids were just stacking on top of each other. And I was and my and my little six year old brain was like what the fuck liquids don't do <laughs> you know i was looking i was like, I tried to create that at home i ended up exploding one of the bottles because i used i guess the wrong type of oil that wasn't the same as the starch they were using in the school ones so i did that and exploded all over my kitchen at my grandparents house my grandparents my grandpa was just like what the fuck dude like, are you one of the kind of guys that uh <laughs> you try to put out uh oil fire with water <laughs> you one of those kind of no people? but i found out you don't when there's an electrical fire you don't use water no you don't I learned that the hard way, dude. That scared the shit out of me. Uh, there was we had a little one of those little DVD player things, and it actually like started sparking, and like a little bit of smoke was coming out. And I tossed oh, no. water on it when it was like I saw a little flame. The thing fucking shot like, like it, you could see like the lightning from it. I'm like, whoa! And I like dropped it, and I was like, what the hell? And my grandpa's just like, what the? Why? What is happening right now? And I'm like, I don't know. It was all in the same day too. So it was like a big thing for my grandpa to be like, we need to lock you in a room with nothing in it. Like he's fucking with the oil, the electricity. This this kid, he is going to blow up this house. We we gotta get him. He's the one that showed me the movie The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville. (laughs) I was outside mowing our lawn and something got stuck under the lawnmower and I went to grab it like pull the stick out from under the lawnmower, like have my hands like right next to the blade. My grandfather, all you hear him on the porch, just go, no. I'm like, what? And I turn around, he goes, come here. Turn the thing off, walk over to him. He goes, I need to show you something. He shows me that scene from the ringer. And he's like, you see this? And I'm like, oh my God, like, I could get lost on my fingers. He's like, there's two things you don't do. And I still do not do them to this day. One is stick your hand under a lawnmower. And the second one is when you're driving past a lawnmower, do not look at it. My grandfather told me, he saw me looking at one. He goes, my buddy did that one time when we were like in our like thirties and he, a rock had gotten picked up by the lawnmower and shot through and it went through his car window and hit him right in the eye. Oh. And he lost his eye. Ever since then, I stopped staring at lawnmowers. Whenever I drive, I just look away. I just look, look, I don't even care if I hit ducks. I don't care if I hit a person. I just look away. Yeah. 
I heard that when I was younger too. I mean, you know, and I, you know, and every time I see a lawn guy lawn mowing the lawn, I just fucking take out my fucking five seven and just knock him right in the head. Because I, I mean, if one of fuck us, fuck you is going for out, working hard. Fuck yeah, fuck you. you for mowing your lawn while I'm driving on the road. Cap right in the head. I'm driving. Cause saved. You I'll know, never, I'll never forget my birthday when my dad's like, "Hey, you're now you're old enough to cut the lawn," and then that's when that started. I'm like, "Well, 13 apparently is the point when you have to start cutting your own lawn." Well, I so same thing for me, but when I went to go out and try to cut it, my dad's like, no, 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 you're not doing it right. And then he showed me how to do it. And then I was just like, oh, okay. And then he just kind of kept doing it. And I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to get my turn. Every time I would try to learn something as a kid, I would fuck up. My dad would go, nope. And then he would just do it. And I never had to do it. I remember the first time he tried to teach me how to weed eat within the first, I think, 11 minutes, I cut him right in the ankle with a weed eater. And like, it wasn't just like I got him for like a quick second. I was sitting there going, and he was like, shit, stop. I was like, I don't know. I thought the point of the weed eater was to kill the little whipping blades on the end of it. Like you were supposed to get those down to nothing. So I would just hit it against like a, like when I would come across the side of the house, I would hit against the side of the house and try and break it down thinking that's when the work would be done was when that was done. And he goes, dude, you ruined the whole thing. He goes, you're supposed to get close to it, not into it. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, I'll just rewrap this. You go inside. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was weird because it was like a lot of the moments that my dad would try to teach me, I would just I guess I would fuck up so bad. He's like, no, it's just okay. Well, I'm just gonna finish it. You go in there and play Skylanders or something. And I was like, fuck yes, Skylanders. Love that shit. Let me tell you something. When I had to start taking the dog out, that was like a punishment too. Like well, not a punishment, but a chore. So we had two little dogs, and it was different from being at my grandparents' house. I spent a lot of time over there, like summers. So it'd be like we let the dog out. The dog was a lab. It had a shock collar on it, knew where the fucking area was. So you didn't have to, you know, walk out there with a leash or anything. My little dogs didn't understand that. So I had to grab a leash and walk them outside all the time. One time I just opened up the door forgetting that, I, that these dogs don't know that. So I don't have a leash on them. One bolts it right out the door as my dad's pulling into the driveway. Ooh. So my dad gets, no, 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 he dog doesn't die. Trust me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but my dad gets out of the truck after he throws it in park. And as this dog's running, like out the front door, like running down the steps. Now my dad just goes with the biggest like Viking scream in the world, like, like that. And this dog <laughs> rolled over and just pissed. And I'm like, well, that makes my job easier. waiting for it to go to the bathroom. I'm like, you just scared the shit out of our dog. Basically. <laughs> He goes, you got to be aggressive sometimes. I'm like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Why do you have to? So he just screamed at your dog? It was the craziest thing. My <laughs> This dog only had respect for my dad. But when my dad let out this scream, it was so thundering where it was like, holy. And this dog rolled over, started crying and just pissed. And I was like, no way, dude. You have like a power. Wait, so the so the dog had a shock collar on, right? No, it didn't have anything oh. on. It just ran out of the house with just a regular collar that says, my name's Rio, and this is where you can find the address. And it was our address from like four addresses ago, so that dude's at the wrong fucking house. Okay, okay. whoa. So, well, I don't understand why he yelled at the dog. <laughs> to get it to stop, because the dog was running out into the neighborhood. He didn't want to get hit by a car, so he oh. just screamed at it. And the thing just literally, like, because my dad's at the, the the beginning of our driveway, and this dog is running down our driveway, and he gets in front of it like a football player to stop a tackle, and he just screams with, like, this really deep, Rrr! and then this dog just rolled over and let out the longest piss I had ever seen. <laughs> and he goes, now you got to give her a bath. I'm like, damn. 
Jesus. Oh my God. That's, That's awesome. the one power I want in my life is superpowers to be able to scream and just make somebody piss themselves. Oh, isn't that a, it's like Black Canary. Yeah. You, so you just, you want to be the male equivalent of Black Canary. You know that is? No, I don't. It's, it's pretty much her powers that she can uh, scream and then like she, she can shatter. She, I think at one point she, uh, she can uh, scream enough to like break the sound barrier. It's, it's, she's, she's like Green Arrow's like kind of girlfriend. It's like uh, the movie Push with uh, Chris Evans before he was Captain America, where they had like he had the telekinetic powers to be able to use like there was like different races of like each pe- person. Some people had like distinct powers, but there were like five groups. One was sniffers that could sniff something and be able to sense where people have been, where they're at, where they're located, what they're thinking about healers. And then there's like the push people and there's the screamers. There's like these two twins that would scream and at such a high pitch it would make your ears bleed and pop fish tanks and fish inside the fish tanks. I'm like, would that be a better power to be able to move stuff with your mind or be able to scream so hard you could blow someone's brain up? I think I think move stuff with your mind because like move stuff with your mind you can really just move someone like seventy five feet up in the air and then they get to slowly watch the ground hit their face. <laughs> I mean that's it's like the movie Judge when they took the drug and threw them off the top of the building and they just fell slow mo style. I mean that that that's like that's why like I think like like using magic and stuff and like you know, like a lot of like a like brain. Like in, like in, like intelligence based like magic, you know that's the scariest thing. If 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 we can ever unlock that, because when you leave something like you know someone's strong, they're only really capable as far as their strength can take them. But if your powers are coming from your brain, however cr- sick, twisted, and creative you can be, that's how much you can really fuck shit up. You know that's why like how a long lot until the- that becomes like a common thing where people could actually be able to start unlocking this telekinesis power where they start teaching it in school like the movie accepted where they go to that fake college and the kids like i want to learn to blow stuff up with my mind i would go back to school for that like i take an online course or something yeah like i mean it that's why like like if there was like a if for like i so i watched harry potter for the first time like a few weeks ago really um, that's why you're obsessed with magic right now no, 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 no. I've been obsessed with magic forever. You know, because I've been playing like fantasy games since I was like, uh, like a lot. I mean, I would like the magic where I could turn into animals like a druid in World of Warcraft. Oh, like, yeah, like polymorphing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that shit's cool too. Um, I think so. I had this weird, uh, magic. Like, I had, I would always come up with weird characters when I was younger. And I was really into Pokemon for like pretty much most of my childhood life. And I created this, this, this I'm still into it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, think I've been looking into getting this online game called Tim Tim, which is like a MMO Pokemon kind of thing. It, it's write that down. It's really cool. Yeah, it's T E M T E M Tim Tim. It's pretty good. Oh, it looks pretty good at least. I, I, I want to look into it and see if my computer can run it and then get it. Um, but I had this idea for like, um, like you know, like in the po, you have a the Pokedex that like scans Pokemon, right? Yeah. Like so, th- my character he was like he had like a tragic accident with a Pokedex, and anytime he scanned a Pokemon, he could turn into that Pokemon, like he just morphed into it. And so, yeah, and and so I I was just like a guy like like he was and he was a Pokemon trainer, so he would use Pokemon. But like, <laughs> if push came to shove, and he's like, well. <laughs> time to turn into like a ground on and just fuck well shit up. apparently this pokemon can't do it so let me do it myself just let me scan do it myself and- yeah i mean that'd be look i think 
there's a better way to make video like because I used to love video games just play them all the time and now it's really hard for me like like just recently I started getting back into them again but the one time I was like I'm finally gonna play video games I bought the Lego games guy GameStop judged the shit out of me for it but I'm like fuck you these are fun I go and put on my Xbox for the very first time in a long time stuff doesn't work like my Xbox the port it wasn't reading anything it was like you need to call Microsoft I'm like not dealing with that to try and remember all my usernames and passwords my I texted my buddy who owns every console but has only played his Xbox once since he bought it and I'm like hey can I borrow it he goes you can have it for 50 bucks I bought that yesterday so I've been playing South Park the video game all night last night I'm like yo if they just made video games more entertaining in a different way like I feel like they should bring back scanners do you remember what scanners were uh, no, I don't actually. It's this little handheld thing you would get, like kind of like the size of your cell phone, but it was like a scanner gun that you would scan coupons for. You oh. would walk around a store and you would look for barcodes and you would scan. And one in like every hundred something barcodes would be a monster that would pop up on your thing and you would collect them all. Oh, there was this there was this one uh, game I used to have on my PlayStation Portable called Invisimals. And it, you attached your, your this camera to your PlayStation or to your PSP. Mm. And... um. Yeah, like you would go to different locations and like if you scan if with the PlayStation camera, if like you went like outside in the grass, there'd be like a grass type monster you could capture, you know. And it was like it was like an augmented reality thing. So you could just go anywhere and play the fucking game. It was really cool. Um that's what but, I think the whole point, like we were talking about sport earlier. I think the idea of like creating something, like I would create a whole planet and then I would walk the planet and then I would figure out what would I want to raise from start that would want to live here, mm-hmm. like little tiny animals and stuff. And then eventually you get so bored, you're like, all right, I want to create something with a mind and watch it evolve. Like it's like playing Civilizations, why those games are so fun on Xbox. You like watching your city come together, but mm-hmm. then you build a fucking waste dump next to like a school or something and everybody gets all pissed off. And it's like, guys. Do you see what I've done? I've made you into something, and now you're bitching at me about having a sewage dump next to the high school. They're they're trash too. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I think of trash, I think of high school. So why not just put them together and then have the kids swim in the sewage for recess? Exactly my intellect. Thank you. Boy, my pleasure. Oh, speaking of like augmented reality, are you Chick Fil A? My pleasure. <laughs> yeah, that's why I work. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's where I work. Holy shit. All right. Yeah. Good. What were you saying about augmented reality? Uh, so, so I mentioned earlier that the anime. Say thank you first. Please say thank you. Or you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. I, I needed one Chick-fil-A person to do that. My buddy manages one. He won't do it to me. I'm like, just do it for me. That's all. I'll, I die happy. I just, I just, I do I do it I mean I think I say my pleasure like I that, like that you're welcome I just gave you I haven't done that in like months my ex-girlfriend always said my pleasure because she manages the chick-fil-a and I'm like stop 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 <laughs> I think it's nicer I think it's nicer than saying you're welcome but it's like saying happy holidays sometimes you just gonna be like Merry Christmas like I'm Jewish I'll, I don't even care if you say Merry Christmas lets me know about you it's like a warning Oh, wait, so you want people to say happy holidays? No, I don't want people to say happy holidays. Oh, okay, yeah. I hate that shit. Like, it's fucking, like, I'm sorry, but... The- we shouldn't be so sensitive to the point where if, like, if I'm Jewish and somebody says Merry Christmas, I don't go and go, I'm Jewish. No, I just go, thank you, and walk away. But then yeah. now it's gotten to this point where everybody's got to say happy holidays because you're afraid <laughs> you might offend somebody. I'm like, hang so on you- a second. So you're saying uh, on... You know, when it gets that time of year, I need to DM you on Twitter and go, happy bar mitzvah, you know, and just, just to make sure that you're okay, that I don't offend you and say Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's, 
It's Hanukkah, not bar mitzvah. It's bar mitzvah to me. Bar mitzvah is like the thing you get when you're trying to turn it to an adult. It's called puberty, but it's in a day. No, I just no, I don't need Jews with your holidays. I don't know the fucking We're people, not aliens. Uh, it, honestly, like. Jews, you guys have done pretty well for yourself. I mean, like Hollywood is like yours. You should need, you need to claim some of the income tax on that, dude. <laughs> I'm just upset that on a census test, one time it gave me Jewish as a race to pick, and I'm like, that's not a race; it's a religion. But everyone considers it like a race, and I'm like, that you can't do that. That's like if I say I'm, I know, I'm so gluten, that. I'm gluten free. That's not a race. You can't go around saying that. But everybody does introduce themselves with their allergies yeah. now. Fucking gluten douches. Fuck them. No, it's just when you start approaching to people. Hi, my name's um, Hi, my name's Jim, and I'm a vegan. It's like, hang on. What? Why yeah. are you? Why do I care? It's like I just don't want you eating meat around me because I might be offended. It's like I'm. Just not, if I'm eating it, you're not eating it, right? Okay, we're good. Yeah, you know, that's that's really when you just shove a Slim Jim up their no- both noses or nostrils of theirs. Let's mean, just... make our alien race vegan, because apparently from Scott Pilgrim, that's the superpowers. <laughs> I I think, uh, I, th- I think really, I think um, if you're making a superior alien race, they wouldn't have to eat. They just kind of live. Like, they don't need, like, fuel, you know? They just, or unless, like... SpongeBob, like, filter feed? I don't know, like, or maybe they just, they're superior alien race. They don't need food as long as they like murder someone once a year. Do you think there's a, do you think there's like a challenge on earth where if you complete these separate tasks or something, you become like immortal? I feel like that could be a thing. Like if you can, like if you complete your Dharma, like in Hindu. Kind of, but not more like your own goals, more like there's a bunch of trials that are set up where you can actually be like immortal. If you complete all the trials, like you have to go into a volcano and you have to survive into the lava or do something like a bunch of ridiculous things, go to the bottom of the ocean and grab the orb of confusion. And then like, just do all this other random crap. Hmm. I don't see trial by fire, trial by fire, trial by trial by a volcano death. Um, That's a good way to die, dude. Volcano death? I don't know because I don't know if you die as soon as you hit the lava. You get those few seconds of agonizing pain. It's like Terminator. He sticks his thumb out of the lava. That's what I was thinking when you said knives, his hands and stuff. I was thinking of like Terminator. That would scare the crap of me. Like the second one where the oh. dude could morph into all those things. Okay, so yeah, have maybe like the superior alien race is like a cyborg alien race where they have blades, you know? That could like- just morph into anything, anybody. You think you're like- talking to your grandma and then your grandma's like, yes, a nice lemon cake, sweetie. And you're like, why are you so nice to me right now? And the thing just changes into your grandpa. You're like, oh my God. You know what it should do? Like it should first approach you as like Megan Fox or uh, Scarlett Johansson, you know, on the side of the street. And you're like, you're just like, your brain's like, what the fuck? And then like, as you're looking at like, as you're like, holy shit, they go like high. And then like their fingers slowly turn into knives and just stab you right in the face. You're really afraid of being stabbed, aren't you? Yeah. Don't like stabbing. I think because I mean I think stabbing is one of the worst ways to go. It's more personal. Yeah, it's more. Per- <laughs> we had a dude in our town get stabbed eighty-two times because it was like a, we think it's a gang thing. It was 
Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the fat dude that got stabbed 682 times. No, there's a dude on my boardwalk um, in my town. It was like a couple of years back, got stabbed 82 times. And I'm like, that's a fucking hate thing. Like, Did that's he a live? Gang thing. No, he died. Like, oh. bad. But I'm saying you get sit there and stab somebody 82 times. You got to literally hate that person. It's like with OJ. Like, did he do it? Well, if you're stabbing somebody, it's just a crazy way to go. It's, it seems less like when if you say, oh, he shot somebody, it's like, okay, that's a little less personal. But if you're stabbing somebody 82 times, you're like, hang on a second. That's like you fucking sat there after the dude was dead and just kept going. Just kept on stabbing him and stabbing him. Stab, 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 stab. There was um, I think, but like I said, I think there was like a guy, like he was a really really fat dude. He got stabbed over six hundred times and he lived because probably fat, yeah, because his fat protected him. Like, There's a benefit to it. That's like when people like I'm at three percent body fat, but let me tell you something. I'm cold <laughs> all the fucking time, and if somebody stabs me, I'm dead. It's just going straight to the organs. There's no protection. I bumped into a corner the other day. That shit uh, fucking hurt. I thought I ruptured a kidney. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, the one of the worst pains is stubbing your pinky toe on like the end of like a coffee table. Like uh, it's I mean that is really that's one of the I think most sharpest pains I've ever felt. I don't I think mean, I've had that happen since I was a child. I this morning happened to me. I never even got a paper cut until I was like an adult. Really? Yeah, I, I got it on my, my tongue. I think in the third grade I stapled I stapled my fingers on numerous occasions. I think about like seven occasions. Maybe six. There was a kid in on my bus in like fifth grade, and his tongue was as long as Gene Simmons. I don't know if you know Gene oh, Simmons. Oh, yeah, 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 from Kiss. But it's extended down, and what he did was there's a little like connecting like nerve underneath your tongue when you lift it up. It's like it feels really stringy, like a tendon. Mm-hmm. He was licking a uh, peanut butter off of a knife, and he went and sliced it. So he tells me that when I'm like 12 or 13 years old, and I'm like. So that's how you get a tongue like that? And he goes, yeah. He goes, he had to relearn how to talk like because his tongue was too big. He had to adjust for it. So it wouldn't just come out of his mouth while he was talking Um, because he was like, apparently it holds back a lot. And I was like, so just cutting that nerve does that. He goes, yeah. So I went home and I was like, all right. And I grabbed a knife and I was like, let me try and do this. Dude, I lightly tapped it and lightly got like sliced it a little bit. I was done. I couldn't do it. I was like, that's painful. It'd have to be on accident where I wouldn't know it would happen. Mm, Holy shit. The, the fact that you did that, what, okay, how many people, like, how many bodies are behind that black curtain you have right there? Because there's, there's no, no the <laughs> beautiful window with a yeah, scenic uh-huh. view. Uh-huh, yeah, the scenic view of the graveyard. I don't hurt people, I just hurt myself in, like, yeah. really interesting ways. Like, I see somebody jump off of a roof, and I'm like, I can fucking do that. I can do that shit now. See, Parkour! I've always- <laughs> just jump off my roof. I've always been the exact opposite where I just, I see something happen. I'm like, yep, I'm glad he fucking did it because I'm not going to. And I want him to do it again for my entertainment. <laughs> I've always just been like a natural coward. I've been, I, you know, the fight or flight response. I've never had trouble deciding which I just always flee. I just never, I never I pick the third response, which we call the Robbie response, which is just like, fuck it. Let's see what happens. No, I just I run at it, and then when I, once I'm at a safe distance, I just I I gander. I don't I don't try to stick around for very long. If you are in a situation where a house is on fire and there's a person in there, would you run in and save that person? I mean, like, are they trapped under something? Or are they yeah, asleep? There's or? just somebody missing in the house. They got to find the person. 
you're outside the house and you're just like, oh my God, you just stumble across this situation. Because I always thought like, if somebody pulled a gun out in a store, would I be the type of person that would step up for? Honestly, I think I would, because at this point I'm like, I'm ready to wrap this shit up. I think that's what the type of pride you need. Every superhero has a death wish. Superman, when he was getting shot with those bullets, he didn't even care. He just walked right up to the guy. He could have easily talked the guy down. Well, I mean, super, Superman bullets don't really penetrate Superman anyways. They don't really kill him. So it's not, he doesn't really have a death wish. He just knows that they're not going to hurt him. But maybe one of those bullets had kryptonite in it. He didn't even think of that. <laughs> These guys got kryptonite. This random thug on the street has some kryptonite. All I'm saying is Lex Luthor had a giant grasp and he could have easily sold kryptonite to a lot of people to put in their bullets. If you know you're about to do a crime and Superman exists in your town, you're telling me you're not going to think two steps ahead on that one. You're just going to randomly rob a store hoping that he doesn't just swing by. I mean, I guess so, but uh, I mean, I have convinced I, I think myself I, I think sir, like, so you're think, out of this. <laughs> I think Lex Luthor just, I don't know. He's so like, I think cannot so canonically, like in the comic books, I think Lex Luthor is smarter than Batman, but Batman, like the, like what Batman is smart in helps him beat Lex Luthor. It's so weird. Like Batman and Lex Luthor, they fight. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all, they, they fight. They fight sometimes, like when Batman, you know, is helping uh, Superman out, or or Lex Luthor has this big plan that involves. I mean, you know, like in the comic books, the, there's a bunch of crossover events, like stuff like that. You know, there's always that sign, like when two people are in a room. There's always that like couple of seconds where you size the person up, and you're just like, "Can I take this guy if it ever let it down into a fight?" Oh, well, I mean, me- Batman does that with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I love Batman. He's just like he's like, we're really good friends, but uh, I'm gonna question your every move. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it takes awesome. seven days for you to decide to eat somebody if you're stranded on an island with a person. So there's always that size up factor. Like, how would I kill this person if he's bigger than me? It's probably the same thing with superheroes when they all go and meet. You know, they had like the superhero meeting or whatever. It's like they're all lined up in a room, like knowing like Superman could easily just kill every single one of us. So I got to figure out who would I take out. And if I'm well, going to run. The thing is, like, not a lot of superheroes think uh, like the I mean, the way superheroes are like, I think they think that, but they don't really think about it too much. Like I would think this... about it 24 seven, like Aquaman could well, fucking that... throw a shark at me. Exactly. What exactly. That's what that's what Batman like. If, if you ever watch Justice League Doom, there's this one part where he has like a file where like he like lists had to defeat every member in the justice league and like some i think it like gets into lex luthor's hands or something the file does like because someone leaked it and they're like why would you even have that file and they like kicked batman out of the justice league and he was just like i'm just saying if anyone goes rogue we need to take him out <laughs> you know but everyone was just like no batman you're a terrible friend he's just like you know what fuck you i'm leaving First of all, my parents were shot. I don't need friends. And then he goes to his basement with Alfred where he hands him vanilla wafers to eat. <laughs> yeah. Now, Alfred's fucking badass. I fucking he love is. Alfred. He gets to sit and eat like crackers while he's just giving Batman information. I'm like, you got the life while he takes all the hits. That's awesome. It's like being the <laughs> queen of the United Kingdom. You get all the popular and the power and stuff, but you don't have to actually you make the do shit. Yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, but I totally forgot. Back to the, like the the AR like augmented reality. Oh, VR. back to this. Okay. Yeah. So in the anime I was watching, Sword Art Online, they have this thing called full dive technology, where your body goes into this sleep state when you put the VR gear on, and it's like you move around at the game how you do in real life. So it fully inputs your cognizance, your however you say that word, into the game, and you can literally control your character like you are punching these bad guys or whatever. It's really really cool. I could tell you so many problems with that. People are just going to go in there to have sex. That is the whole entire thing. Like I, have to talk, 
it's the, it's like the thing with Bruce Willis. It's the movie Good. that came out with Bruce Willis where they had the they had a thing and they would put on this like simulation thing like a game. It would transfer them into an AI body, and this AI body would actually be in real life walking around. So you would know that's that person's AI system. Well, oh, people that, just that, that, that was the game where like you like other people were controlling other people, right? No, it, these were regular people. So this this movie was old school back when like Bruce Willis was like you know like doing like lethal weapon and shit. Um, but like he would get into the simulation thing, like sit in a chair. Next thing you know, he transfers into a body that would be like uh, like an AI. Like cops were AI people, but like they had like you can customize your character however you want to look. So everybody was fucking gorgeous. But then you find out like you're banging like a bunch of them would just start banging like in a club or something and dance and all this stuff and take drugs and stuff. Then they're banging the person. And it turns out it's like an old lady in our house, but you you're banging the AI, so you don't even there's nobody even understands that relationship. But then there's a secret team that comes out. They're called anonymous or unplugged, and they would zap you with this gun, and this gun would fry your AI unit, like blow its like eyes would just blow out of its head, and it would kill you in real life. So your real body died. So yeah, that's how like in Sword Online, that's how it is. Like the guy that made the game, he made it to where like, and like if you were in the game and someone tried to take the try to take the VR headset off of you, it would send out microwaves and just you know disintegrate your brain. Would yeah. you play a game like that? Well, the thing is, they didn't know that was going to happen. It was just, it was just a, like literally, it was so in the in the anime. What it is is, it's just there's this new game. There's this new VR game coming out, you know, and like uh, it's got ten thousand players that got that got to be able to play it. But as soon as it got up and running, and all and all the the server was entirely filled, he took the the log. There was no logout feature. You couldn't log out of the game. That's what the guy who created the game did. He he meant so you couldn't log out, and the only way to log out is if you uh, beat the one hundredth floor. You know, you beat the final boss. And if you died in the game, you died in real life. It's like Diablo when they say veteran mode, you put it on, you don't realize you can never get your character back once he dies. Yep. I mean, it's it it, it was really it was really. Uh, I wouldn't die that really way. Cool. I wouldn't die in the game. You know how I would die? My like Mediacom shitty cable internet would go out, and I'd be like halfway <laughs> into the system, and it would just I'd be a vegetable for the rest of my life. Well, it was really interesting because I don't, and, and they never explain it in the show, probably because like there's no really way to explain the way out of it. It's just like this is what happened is like um, they, they, everyone that was playing the game, they moved them in their VR headset to the, to like a hospital and they were being kept alive by IVs. So it was really weird. And like, so when everyone got out of the game, they were so like elongated and emaciated. And <laughs> they were just like sticks. They were like, oh, I can't walk. <laughs> Cause like you've been, they were trapped because they were trapped in the game for two years. So for two years, they were just in this like sleep state, almost in like a coma, and they were just playing this game. It was really weird. That's what kind of what scares me about like I told VR. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what the world is going to end up coming to. It's going to be like the movie J- with Jamie Kennedy where he's breakdancing as a kid and he goes into a coma and wakes up like 20 years later. And then he doesn't – like that's what scares me is I don't want like a giant chunk of my life going missing. I would like to experience every moment of it, and if it's not real enough, then it – I don't know. I got to change something. But I kind of see the thing is like, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to do that in a game. Like I've always wanted to actually move around and be casting spells like from my hands, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I, I understand it's that. So I love cool. that aspect of things, but I'm afraid of like being stuck in something like that, where it's like on a constant loop, you're level one while your body's aging and shitting itself. I can't do that. Well, then if you're good at the game, you know, it's like, Oh, I've been stuck in this game for three years, but 
at least have uh, you know I've beaten the game twice. <laughs> you know? I played Spyro when I was a kid, and I played Spyro now. Let me tell you something. I was stuck on level one and never beat it when I was a kid, but then I beat it in five minutes as an adult. I thought there was an issue where I might have been mentally challenged as a kid. I don't want that happening in a simulation game where I'm <laughs> you stuck on level a simulation? one. <laughs> I've been in here for 40 years and I can't get past level one. All you do is just open up that door and it unlocks everything. And then you just go into the next level. It's not a secret item in this room. No, man. You just spent 40 years looking for an item that's not there. It's like, wow. So what do I do? Probably like the, just die. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like in the matrix or someone tells you that one information and everything that pulls back and you're like, Oh, if level one was rough, it doesn't get better from here. If you couldn't find the door, Look, you're not going to find the item in the next levels because there are other levels where you got to find the item. And let me tell you, I'd be the guy that just sits there like you're coming back for me, right? They're like, yeah, we'll come back to you. They never came back for me. They never came back. <laughs> no, you're gone. Uh, All right, Andrew, please promote your podcast, promote where people can find you, brother. Oh, yeah. So uh, we are assholes. You can find us. I, th- <laughs> I think we're on. <laughs> Say, start off with that's my podcast name because the way you said that, like, hey, we're. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, my, <laughs> my podcast is We Are Assholes. Um, uh, my co-hosts Dave and PJ. They're pretty shitty. Fucking those those guys are they suck. They're assholes. Um, but you can find us on uh, fuck. Hold up. Sorry, I have ADHD. My brain just blanked for a second. Found it. Look, we just had a conversation for an hour, which I don't remember any of the words we really talked about besides aliens. So we both have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> um. But what was it? Oh yeah, yeah. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, I do believe. Uh, pretty much, I think pretty much wherever you you know just you just type you her in on the podcast. Google. Yeah, just type it in. I mean, that, I think we're good. I think as of last week, we're Google we're Googleable. However you say that. So I think finally we're getting somewhere. Um, but yeah, be sure to check us out. Uh, it's pretty good. Follow me on Twitter too at Eating Salad, where I make fun of uh, you know cam girls and stuff. I guess. Thank you for listening to this episode out of the blank. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want to visit iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast, rate, review, subscribe, and even share the show. Helps me out. Leave me a little something like a little message about oregano or Domino's pizza or how Papa John's is evil. Thanks for checking out out of the blank podcast.